Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is February 11th, 2015. This is Brendan, and today Tom and I are going to talk about uh, fee-based advisors and why they're not the same as fee-only advisors. Kind of a similar topic to uh, what we were talking about last week. Right. Um, And we wanted to follow on to that uh, podcast because we've seen a lot of brokers folks that I knew that worked at these big brokerage firms who over the last uh, five, six, ten years have left and opened their own practice. But it's not really clear what they're doing. Yeah, so while it has become tough to find a traditional stockbroker who's going to like buy and sell stocks for you, stocks and options, I mean that's pretty much become extinct. Yeah, Um, these guys still exist, they're still out there, so where did all the brokers go? Well, uh, what we wanted to talk about today is where all these brokers did go, because now they work in a land called dual registered. Right. Uh, and and what, does it, what does that mean? Yeah, dual registered is uh, dual meaning two. Uh, you've got advisors now who are registered reps of a brokerage firm, which means they can generate commissions on your transactions. They can collect trailing commissions for a sale they made a year ago or two years ago or three years ago. They can still collect trailing commissions on those. And they can offer you products that have sales charges built into them. But they're also then set up as an independent investment advisory firm. And I, I kind of laugh a little bit at that word independent because... Independent could, of what? Yeah. <laughs> you're by setting up an investment advisory firm that permits you as an investment advisor to charge advisory fees or a fee for assets under management. Right. And so, you know, I'm confused when I have to explain this to clients. I'm sure clients are also confused because you've got some one person there who is acting as a broker but also acting as an investment advisor. Right. So it, the question becomes, who are they working for? Are they working for you or are they working for the brokerage firm? Right. I don't understand. Are you wearing your broker hat or are you acting as an advisor? So why does that matter? Well, investment advisors have a fiduciary duty to recommend and manage client assets uh, better than their own. Right. And I think that's important um, when you're investing your money. You want somebody who's going to give you straight, clear, an, straight answers. clear and unbiased advice. Right. Uh, whereas, you know, a broker doesn't have the same obligation to their clients. So when they're uh, going to offer you, say, a mutual fund, they could offer you mutual fund A, which is no load. Uh, they're not going to get any type of a commission on or mutual fund B, which is roughly the same type of investment. Maybe it targets the same uh, area of the market, but you know, mutual fund B is going to pay them a 5% upfront sales charge. So, I mean, which one are they going to choose? Right. It's, it, it's a tough question, and it's an awkward question, and it's, it's something that I think the investment community still has to kind of come to grips with how they're going to answer that. Um, We answered the question right up front when we formed the firm in 2002. We said we're fee only. That's it. We don't accept commissions. We don't accept trailing commissions. Nobody pays us except our clients. That's it. Uh, It's just a much cleaner way to do a business. It's a slower way to build a business, but we'd rather build something that we can 
you know, um, be at peace with. So I, I think this whole idea behind fiduciary obligation, Brendan, we could probably do three or four podcasts yeah, on that alone. Absolutely. I, I don't want people to think that all brokers are evil. Most people get into this business because they want to help someone with investing their money and growing their pile of assets yeah. for college and retirement and for the future. I know plenty of brokers. They're good people. Uh, it's just that model of business we think makes them a little bit ethically challenged when it comes to uh, investing their clients' assets and where they're going to put them, what type of investments they're choosing for it, them. It does open that question about how you're compensated, and it really is an awkward conversation to have. But, uh, you know, I also want to talk a little bit about this whole fee-based versus fee-only business. We have a lot of new clients that have come into us over the last few years, and they tell us that they're working with a fee-only advisor. And we say... That's great. That's who you should be working with. But then when we dig a little deeper, they're not working with the fee-only advisor. They're working with the fee-based advisor. And that's a very different thing uh, that was created by the brokerage industry after they saw the success that fee-only advisors were having. They created fee-based because it sounds the same and it's supposed to confuse you. Well, and that's kind of messed up in my opinion. I, I agree with you, and I think we need to take a step back and also say, hey, when stockbrokers were, you know, in the, in the 50s, 60s, and even into the early 70s, stockbrokers were called account executives. Sometimes yeah. they were called customers men. But then somewhere along the way, they became financial advisors. Yeah. That kind of sounds like investment advisor. It sounds almost exactly the same. Right. What's it's the difference, not, right? Yeah, it's, but it is, is not the same. There's a huge difference. Uh, so fee-based, fee-only. I had someone tell, ask me years ago, what's the difference? Yeah. Fee-based, fee-only, yeah, it's whatever. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, tomatoes, tomatoes, not right? really. So fee-based advisors are these duly registered advisors we've been talking about here today. Right. They can collect a fee for managing your account or managing assets under mm -hmm. management, uh, but they can also collect commissions and trailing commissions right. so they for can, sales they made. They can collect this assets under management fee and then plop you into whatever annuity, mutual fund, or other investment they're going to get a sales charge on. A unit investment trust. Yeah. Yeah, you know, those came idea. up recently. Right. <laughs> so people were were told, clients called us and they said, hey, we just got pitched this idea. It's called something called a unit investment trust. But the, the broker told us, uh, the fee-based advisor, yeah. uh, told us that we weren't going to pay a commission, which is technically true because they're not paying something on top of their transaction. Yeah. But what they were paying was a 2.95% Let's just round it off. Three percent sales charge. It's baked right into the cost. Yeah. So, so you don't even see it. Yeah. Again, these, uh, you know, most people in the investment community are really good people, but their business model, I'm not so crazy about. Uh, and I think it's important that people understand the distinction between all the different types of advisors that are out there. It is a little awkward, though, when we do sit down with a new client and we show them that, well, you really weren't working with a fee-only advisor. This is how they got paid. This is where they got paid. Right. It's, uh, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, just the thing that people don't like to discover is that, you know, when you're paying an upfront commission or you're paying a trail... This is this is money that isn't going to work for you. So if you're paying an upfront sales charge of like five percent, that's basically like starting out five percent in the hole. Right. And there's no reason for that to happen in today's world with all of the 
no load and low cost products that are out there to yeah. invest in, there's no reason to invest in anything with a with a sales charge built into the front of it. Yeah. And so that's why we took a long look at how we wanted our business model to be shaped when we put the business together. And so, you know, what we're really trying to do here, twofold, we're trying to grow your portfolio and we're trying to protect it from big risks. Right. I mean, if your portfolio grows by 50%, so do the assets that we're going to build you on. You make money, we make money. Likewise, if your portfolio drops by 50%, we're so gonna, does our business. We're going to take a big pay cut. Yeah. We don't like that. <laughs> no. So that's why we try and gauge our investment decisions. Yes, we want to grow the pile, but B, we also want to make sure that we're not taking undue risks. Now, when we do talk about risks and things that are going on in the market, it's important to know that none of the securities that we happen to mention in the course of any of our presentations or podcasts represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or to sell any kind of securities that we happen to mention here. More importantly though, if you're relying on a podcast, just a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a mistake. And that's why we strongly urge all of our listeners to consult with an investment advisor, hopefully a fee-only investment advisor, before you make a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, no problem. We'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have without any kind of cost or obligation. Just pick up the phone. We're in New Jersey. Our phone number is 732-223-9000. Or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. Okay, that's all we have for now. We'll be back next week with a new podcast. And thanks for listening.